Hi, this is Shauna, and I want to welcome you to Living in This Space. Real talk, because hey, we're all just living in this space we call life, right? It's messy. It's hard. And sometimes it's the most joyous thing we can experience. I want you, my listener, to have a place where the conversation is real and honest. I hope we can spend this time together validating, sharing, and experiencing all the feels together with whatever topic is on the agenda for the day. Let's dive in. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back. I'm telling you, this message I'm excited about. It's an important one for me and a personal journey I've been on for the last few years. I think it's easy to get caught up in this place of feeling a bit lost as we get older. You know, we're usually becoming empty nesters or life is changing for us in one form or fashion. Our identity may be changing, our careers may be changing. You know, we may just be looking at life from a different perspective. So I wanted you to listen to this message today titled, She's Not Lost, and hear just a little bit of my perspective on how I've journeyed through this. Now, I want to start by saying, if there are any men on here today, I want you to know that I'm going to be speaking mostly to my lady listeners, but in no way do I want to diminish what you do or the hats you wear or the responsibilities that you have as men. I do think parts of this message, though, will be very applicable to you, so listen away if you'd like to. A few days, I shared a meme on my social media, and it reads like this. Don't be afraid to start over. You may like your new story better. And that got me to thinking. As women, we get so caught up in our roles, and sometimes we tend to lose who we are. I mean, look at how many hats we usually wear, right? And sometimes, ladies, we've got multiple hats on at one time, because I think we're great multitaskers anyway. We're women and daughters, sisters, moms, employees, bosses, CEOs. We're fixers. We're boo-boo healers, storytellers, teachers, comforters, cooks. We're physical laborers and sounding boards. And sometimes we feel like a therapist to those we're closest to. We're companions, friends, lovers. We're sexy. But then there's those times when we're wondering where the heck that sexy girl went to. We don't even recognize ourselves sometimes, do we? I mean, girlfriends, it's a lot. You may wear all of these hats, some of these, or maybe you have a different set of hats you're wearing right now. But I personally feel, if you agree with me or not, that women wear far more hats than men usually do. Are you exhausted yet just thinking about all of this? I'm going to disclaimer here for a minute because I feel like this is something I really want to say. Uh, and I feel like it's important. I know that some of you who are listening in today have masterfully navigated your life as a woman far more beautifully than some of the rest of us may have. If that is you, I want you to know I am so proud of you. And I honor and respect that you may be in a far different place right now than I am. Your clarity and strength are what a lot of us are seeking in life, and and it's what we're trying to step into. So just remember that I admire you so much for having 
your crap together, so to speak. But the flip side of this is some of us have so much confusion and chaos in our life, and we're really longing for something more. So that's the message I'm speaking to today. As women, we're sometimes, maybe not always, but sometimes more critically judged than our brothers, our husbands and partners and co-workers. And while there may be a slow shift happening in our arena of the workplace, I do believe from my conversations with many women that this is still a thing and something they battle daily. In addition to all of these external voices, those voices in our own personal thoughts can tell us a far more critical story than what's actually fact. And then, oh my goodness, there's all those hats we wear as women, right? I mean, all of this can so blur that line that we cross over once we're responsible for other people in our world. As our lives shift into two, whether that be marriage, a child, a significant other, or maybe even a career that's putting us into position to having to care for others, we may recognize looking back, wow, I had way more autonomy when it was just me. Once we start sharing our lives on a more personal level, if you will, it becomes easy to get somewhat lost in that day-to-day and lose a little bit more each day of who we are. Now, I'd like to say here for just a second, that isn't always a bad thing because some of us, you know, some of us need change. Some of us have parts of our past or our lives that we want to change and improve on. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's when we bend who we are unknowingly or unwillingly that we cross over this gray area somewhere. Now, on a personal note, a few years ago, I was in a place of wanting to, there's air quotes around this now, of wanting to find myself. If you could see me, I just did air quotes. Remember the title of this episode, She's Not Lost? I certainly thought I was lost, y'all. I wasn't lost in the literal sense, but I had lost who I thought I was. Have you ever felt this? You know, it's it's really kind of a sinking feeling to feel like I'm no longer who I thought I was, and I don't even know who I am. I remember telling my therapist that I don't really know who I want to be. I just think I want to be that girl I was in my early 20s. And I did a lot of digging into that, and I realized... I don't want to be that girl I was in my early 20s. While she had great qualities and I loved her, that wasn't really what I was looking for in this more mature season of my life. But I still didn't know what I wanted, y'all. I just knew I wanted to change and I didn't want to be the version that I had become of myself. I had years of squashing my own dreams and goals. Years of trying to fit into a mold of who I thought I was supposed to be. Years of allowing others to dictate how I live, how I think, dress, act. I think you understand. You probably are starting to kind of see this in your life, maybe. And these years somehow changed the core of who I was. Now, some of it I willingly stepped into. Some of it I just kind of went with what I thought society expected of me. These sometimes confusing external messages usually come in the form of social media, advertising, the church, 
friends and family, or significant other. And while all of these, for the most part, will be well-meaning, I think sometimes they inadvertently send us a message that we're not good enough the way we are. We're not good enough the way we dress, the way we act, the way we think, or the way we talk. I want to make a hard stop here for a minute, because there's a layer of this in our lives if you are a parent that does change you. Becoming a parent is probably one of the biggest game changers for most of us in the way we see ourselves and and in who we become. I mean, because now you've got a little one that's looking at you all the time, right? I would in no way give up that experience for anything. I would go back in a nanosecond and do it all over again. I loved being a mom. I told this to my orthopedic surgeon this week who has a brand new five-week-old baby girl, and he's still in that sleep-deprived state. And when I told him I'd go back and do it all over again, he chuckled and he said, well, I don't know if you want to go back to the sleepless nights. And I said, oh my gosh, yes, yes, I would do it, all of it, all over again, just to have my precious babies in my arms again. So while being a parent can certainly change how we see ourselves, I think this is usually a good thing. We discover sides of ourselves that we may not have known were there. And we rise up as a parent, usually. But you know, we are actually the most amazing human beings, yet some of us, with all of this going on, feel overlooked in some areas of our lives. We find ourselves making up for that in ways that really aren't genuinely who we are. You know, some of us become people pleasers or fixers or You know, we conform, we try to shrink back because we've got a big personality, you know, or we may become a wallflower, or some of us just shy away from being who we are. These are the places of being that I think we can find ourselves totally lost. We don't even recognize us anymore because parts of our personality we've held back. We've just tucked them away Uh, because we don't think it's what we're supposed to do, say, or be. This makes it easier for us to start listening to those outer messages that we're not good enough, or maybe that part of us is too big or too loud or too noisy. So how do we pivot, so to speak? How do we take a different path? And how do we find ourselves navigating that jumble of messages that's swirling around in our head? We jump, not literally, but we jump. Let's use this action word and take some steps toward discovering ourselves. So this is kind of what I came up with for jump. And these are some things that I personally have found helpful in this three-year journey to discover who I am, who I really want to be. J is for journaling. Now, you know, this is a big one for me, and I'm going to talk about this a lot on a lot of different podcasts. It's probably the most important action step for me in every area of my life that I've had to navigate in creating change. It will also be a really important action step for me when I'm putting thought into something I'm working on that's big. So journal who you are and what parts of you are no longer serving you well. You know, write those down. Journal the qualities you'd like to see in yourself. 
that maybe you've kept tucked away or, you know, you've kept hidden and maybe some of you haven't even explored yet. I want you to journal what that girl looks like. Journal what you think you want to become and what she looks like. How does she talk? How does she move? How does she love those in her world? And what is she doing for fun or for work if she's still working? You is for undoing. I want us to work on undoing all of the detrimental negative self-talk. I know you've got it. This is a pattern of thinking that is no longer serving you well. I want you to undo the negative talk. Let's also work on undoing toxic habits that are holding us back emotionally or maybe, you know, messing with our health in some way. Let's undo the thought that we have to conform to someone else's idea of who we are. And let's start thinking about who we want to be. Who do you want to be, my friends? Let's undo all that garbage that's up there and start dreaming a little. M is for making a commitment. I want you to make a commitment to yourself. I think when most of us make a commitment to someone else, we're pretty honorable about following through with that. But if I asked you a question, how often do you fail to keep commitments to yourself? How often do you find excuses why you don't need to do that? I think most of you have found yourself in that place at one time or another. I know I have. It's so easy to back out of a commitment to ourselves than it is to someone else. Because we don't realize our value often. But when we look at other people that we've made a commitment to, we value that friendship or that relationship enough to follow through with that commitment. My sweet, precious friends, you are so worthy of keeping those commitments that you make to yourself. It it may just be, I'm going to do some self-care today. And I'm going to follow through with it. It may be some extra weight you've been trying to lose. It may be getting all your water in each day so you stay hydrated. Or maybe taking some time to wind down in the evenings and going to bed a little earlier so that you wake up feeling refreshed, feeling better. Or in the case of what we're talking about today, the commitment to discover who you want or need to be without shame. Lastly, the letter P stands for peace. Having peace within your spirit about this idea of self-discovery, y'all, it is not selfish, nor is it wrong to want to find yourself again, to want to feel like you are the best version of you that you can possibly be. Being at peace with the decision that you make to go on that journey never, ever should look like judgment condemnation, or criticism. And if you're getting that, just get rid of it. Just rebuke it. Tell yourself, I'm not going to put those feelings on myself. I deserve this. I deserve to be who I want to be. I deserve to find that part of me that I've been keeping hidden and let her just come to the surface. Being at peace brings clarity, confidence, and a calm to whatever direction you decide to take and finding that amazing part of you that you've kept hidden or pushed back. So as we wrap up, 
I want to say that I hope this has brought some clarity for you. When I was in this process, I read everything I could get my hands on about self-discovery. I talked to my therapist weekly. I dug into journaling. That wasn't always easy, y'all, but I did it anyway. I realized that I was not being selfish and I wasn't wrong in wanting to discover the possibilities of who I wanted to be at 59 years old. I'm 60 now, but this process has taken me a few years and I'm still a work in progress. But I want to tell you, it is a beautiful journey through the hard, through the yuck. It is a beautiful, beautiful journey, my friends. So dig in. Don't second guess yourself. Just breathe. I want you to just breathe and be at peace. If this is a journey you want to take, that you know, yes, this is a worthy journey, my friends. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit follow wherever you get your podcast. And until next time, I hope you live in your space well, my friends.